Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Before we continue, of course, you know I have to give a huge shout out to Rogue Media Network uh, with Mike and Allison behind the scenes who are shooting this episode and have shot the majority of my episodes of The Public Affair and have just worked with me diligently and I really appreciate you guys. So thank you guys so much. And of course, to everybody that loves and supports The Public Affair, to the community and everybody around the nation who shares an episode, likes an episode, comments on an episode, whatever. You guys are the best and I truly appreciate it. Now, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors who brought us this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought us brought to us by David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office and has been as long as he's been sponsoring The Public Affair. Help you buy a home or sell your property. Make sure you Follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen for all your real estate needs. My boy David out there doing it and there is no stopping him. I'm telling you guys, if you're looking for your first home, work with David Santabani. It's one of the most pleasurable experiences I've ever had. David, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor and such a good friend, bro. Of course, to my girl Anika Armstrong with Pee Wee's Crab Cakes of Texas, serving the most authentic, oh my goodness, Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. I didn't like Cajun until I started going to Pee Wee's Crab Cakes of Texas. Oh, it's delicious, darling. My favorite is the crabby seafood food pasta you guys go to oh she has brunch now on sundays too i'm just gonna say go to brunch and then slide in my dms later it's the best thing ever she's located at 108 gym drive in hewitt and you can also order online at order peewee's crab cakes of texas.com to my girl nika armstrong thank you so much queen for sponsoring this episode of the public affair of course to my boy arturo and my girl eva de la cruz with arturo's frame they do wood framing for houses and all remodeling they also assist you with building a brand new house from the ground up in case you don't want to move into somebody else's old house you can call them on the screen to book for a free in-town consultation as well and follow on Facebook at Arturo's Frame. Thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of The Public Affair. Of course, to my boy Joseph Blancas with JB Auto Detailing. He provides mobile detailing for all of Waco and all of the surrounding areas, promising 100% satisfaction guaranteed, leaving your vehicle looking brand spanking new and absolutely fresh. Why, well, you gotta take your car to the car wash. When all you gotta do is call Joseph Blancas. He comes to your house, he comes to your job, he washes the car, you move on, that's it. Pricing and detailing, pricing and such at jbautodetailing.net. Call the number on the screen to book and also follow him on Facebook at JB Auto Detailing. my boy Joseph. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, I've got to give a huge shout out to my boy Randy Orgin with Waco Decal Plug. He's a vinyl graphic artist and installer. Listen, Randy's creating custom decals, perfect for up and coming business owners and entrepreneurs. You guys, you know, you're starting a business and you don't know what the, you want the logo to look like. You got to hit up my boy Randy Orgin. He'll take care of you. He also made me some really, really awesome The Public Affair decals that I've been passing out all around town. 
Habla Español también. Make sure you call him for free estimates with the number on the screen and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Waco Decal. Plug to my boy Randy Orguin. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. You truly the goat, bro. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. So I am definitely taking this um, episode of The Public Affair into a little bit of a different direction because I feel like my show needs Jesus, right? Because, because we're so lewd and we're so crude on this show. And, you know, and I love it, right? But one of the things that I really like about my show and The Public Affair, and I think that you guys appreciate it, is that it is diverse. Um, and so for my next guest, I called him and... I was shocked when he said yes, because I just was, okay? And so without further ado, I would love to welcome one of my very good friends here to just give us some some faith and some encouragement and also tell a really, really good story about himself and life growing up. Uh, to my very, very dear friend, welcome to The Public Affair, Mr. Hacier Trevino. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And I'm very honored that you invited me to your show. Oh, I'm honored that you came. You guys act so honored to come on the show. And I'm just happy that you guys say yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you say you were shocked when you invited yes. when I said yes. But <laughs> I was shocked to receive the invitation. Well, OK, so I, and I want to tell you why I invited you, honestly, because like I, I do like, you know, I've, I've interviewed a pastor before. Right. Okay. And, and I know that you're very heavily involved in your church. Like you did a lot of mission work outside of the country and stuff like that. And I knew that I wanted an episode that was going to kind of take this direction and i could have invited any pastor right but i was like oh well you know like yeah or we call you hazel like on the soccer field you know he he does a lot of that stuff too and he's around my age and he likes to drink too so so it's not gonna be like like it's not gonna be fabricated you know you you said you're just gonna do you and i I was just like yes invite him you know what i mean not to say any before the pastors start attacking me (laughs) (laughs) not to say any of them we're gonna do you know shout out to pastor g i had him on this show but you know i i just I, I feel like you and I are the same age. We we might have a lot of similarities, but also there's a lot of like differences in how we live our life. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. I'm not going out of the country to do those things. Yeah, but, yeah. but good for you. You know what I mean? And that's cool. And so I just I really wanted to take this episode in like a more inspirational faith based direction. But listen, you do. I want to get to know how you on the show as well. You know, I have to give a shout out to your whole family. I do. I love your whole family. They're so kind. I've, I've been very good friends with your brother for a long time. George, I love him. Met him first before I met you. Okay. Right, right. I met your parents before and they were all super nice. Okay. I just wanted to give him a shout out. Yeah. So yes, tell them, tell them um, that you got to be on the show. Okay. Make sure they all watch. For sure. For <laughs> yes. sure. We'll do. Yes. Okay. Hasiel, first of all, I need to ask you, are you family with any of the Trevinos that been on my show? Uh, Denise. Uh, Denise, Denise and Misa. Yes. Okay, yes. yes. This town is too small. <laughs> so you guys are all cousins? Yeah, they're my cousins. Yeah. Were you guys close growing up? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, funny story. Mm. They ac- We actually lived in a duplex. Oh. We, we lived on one side and they lived on the other. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I guess you could say we pretty much grew up she neighbors. did. I think she did talk about that on the show. I yeah. didn't. I guess why did I not put together that, that was you guys that she was talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. No, okay, that's awesome. Listen. So for anybody who's watching the show and who may not know who you are, can you just introduce yourself to us a little bit about who you are, please, like growing up and all that, please? Okay. So uh, my name is Jaciel Trevino. Uh, I grew up in Waco, Texas. I've uh, been here. I was born and raised. Oh, sweet. Uh, my parents, they're from uh, Mexico. It's a small town called Sabina, Hidalgo, Nuevo León. And uh, I mean, they moved to California. Yeah. My dad moved to California. And then from there, like uh, he met my mom. At his hometown. Oh, okay. And then they decided to move to Waco. Yeah. And I mean, we've been living th- here ever since. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So they so they've met at a very young age. Um, like, would you I, sp- did they ever like tell you? So I believe my dad met my mom when he was twenty five. Oh, okay, I see. I uh, can't remember how old my mom was, but uh, they got married when she was nineteen. I think he was oh, twenty six. Yeah. Listen, I can't even like. I don't even know how my parents met. Yeah. I've never asked them because I'm scared of something like. 
<laughs> derogatory you know because they're no, wild yeah. they're more wild than me okay, yeah, okay. so gotcha. like i'm like i don't even want to know don't even <laughs> <laughs> and gotcha. if my mom was anything like me now then forget about it right? yeah, some things you don't want to know about your parents anyway so um, so were you For guys sure. always you know what i always liked about you guys um it seemed like the dynamic between like you and george and then mm-hmm. i've only met your parents they probably don't even remember me okay <laughs> i had thanksgiving at your brother's house one time okay. and it was a long time ago and so um and when i say a long time it was probably like three or four years ago yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, you know what's okay. Funny story, and this is so inappropriate. So, but I can do that. Okay, right? Okay, go <laughs> no, for it. We had we had Thanksgiving at your brother's house. It was okay. Friendsgiving, and that's when I got the notification that OnlyFans model Isabel Garcia was going to come on my show, and I celebrated at your brother's house. Oh wow! We all know Isabel. Yeah, she does OnlyFans in town. You know OnlyFans is right? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and I was at your brother's house when I got that message, and I was elated. Yeah, uh, I was. We celebrated. I ended up buying more beer. So, <laughs> but no, yeah. So w- were you guys always that close? You guys seem like you got like really like a tight knit which i think is really cool um were you guys was it always that way for you and your family yeah yeah uh actually like my whole household like all of my cousins like uh ever since we were little like we would always get together in mexico and we have a, a ranch in mexico that we would spend our summers in. Oh, sweet. So, like, we're, like, as a family, my, all of my uncles, my cousins, we're very tight family. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What, what, how did you guys, like, what inspired that? How did you guys end up things? Because, like, I have a brother that I have not talked to in seven years. Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's in jail. And so, um, and then my parents, like, you know, my family, it just wasn't like that. Yeah. So, I always wonder for you guys, how did you guys stay so tight-knit and not get sick of each other? So honestly, I think it has a lot to do with uh, my dad and his mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Oh, okay. Because they they're uh, eight brothers and sisters in total. Yeah. So they're very close. Yeah. I mean, like uh, the my mom's uh, my dad's mom passed away when he was three. Oh no. Okay. So yeah. the eldest uh, of his sisters, mm-hmm. she essentially took care of the whole house. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's gonna be a burden, huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it was definitely hard hard for them yeah for, for sure, sure for sure so life growing up for you guys though would you say that they had it all together by that point or were you guys kind of on the struggle bus as well i mean are you guys from this part of town or like yeah yeah so yeah. we i mean we've always lived at the house that we were living yes, in right yes. now oh okay got you yeah no okay so there wasn't so by the time while they might have been struggling growing up by the time it got to the kids and they yeah. had you guys everything was pretty good oh for yeah, yeah for yeah. sure for sure did you ever you guys ever fight you guys ever get oh, sick yeah. of each other? And, and for sure. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. what family doesn't, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I fight with my family all the time. I'm not talking to them right now. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, but the, I mean, when we were younger, we yes. used to get into, like, wrestling and, you know. Oh, for sure. Fighting each other. But, yeah. um, you know, obviously, our parents were always against it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, obviously, behind the cameras, behind the doors, you know, <laughs> we would always get into it. Yeah, always fighting, yeah. But, uh, uh, I mean, now that we're older, I mean, we're mm-hmm. a lot wiser. And we, yes. We know that a tooth doesn't grow or heal as easily. I got you, know? you I got you. So, so it's you and George. Yes. And then, I'm, am I missing brothers and sisters? We're not counting Denise and Nisa. We're, we're counting, like, physical brothers and sisters. Okay, so yeah. uh, I have a younger brother named uh, Abdiel. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, you, yes. you might have seen him. He's I a might have met stocky him. guy. Okay, I might Big have. Big guy. Yes. It was, does he play soccer with you guys? Sometimes, yes. You, you know what's crazy to me? You play on the 30 and over league, correct? Yes. Or you did. Okay, when I and I saw you guys. and I, I can't imagine you playing soccer because they don't know how to, none of them know how to act. <laughs> now, you know, I sponsor Soko Soccer Team, and I love them. Marl's one of my very best friends. Uh-huh. But they don't be knowing how to act. <laughs> I went to the finals and I was like, no, this isn't the tea. Okay. And yeah, I was telling yeah. Leslie, shut up, stop yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever find yourself breaking character or things like that? 
Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's because the like you're in the game, you're playing, yeah. and then like it gets intense, and yeah, like sure. the, obviously the the rivals, you know, they start hitting you, and I mean they <laughs> things get heated, and then the ref doesn't do, do the right calls. So yes, oh yeah, um, most uh, definitely. We're not getting into that one because then I'll get John Tassi on there. I can't <laughs> fight. Okay, so we're not gonna do. No, that. yeah, but you know, yeah, it's so wild watching that. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. The, but I mean, I will say for the most part, I try to keep my cool. Yes, for sure. Because, I mean, a lot of people know that I'm Christian. And, yes. I mean, as a Christian, I can't really. Yeah, but you'll whoop some ass in the name of Jesus. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not to, I don't want no disrespect to Jesus because he's lit. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. But, yeah. no, yeah, yeah I, I definitely try to keep my cool for the for most sure. part. I mean, if you probably see me out on the field, you probably see that I yell at the ref. Yes. But I try to keep it, you know. PG thirteen for the yeah. most part. Well, know? and and I can't I can't think of your younger brother off the top of my head. So if I forgot him and he knows me, please I forget forgive me. But um, you know, seeing like you and George, you guys always seem like you're very soft spoken, level headed. So I can't ever imagine you guys being that way. Was one child more troublesome than the other growing up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of you had to yeah. be rebellious. <laughs> I, I honestly, and I mean, if my if Abu ever listen, and we call Abdel Abu. Oh, Abu. Okay. Yeah. So if he ever, if he does listen to this episode, I will say that uh, I consider myself the the more uh, pacifist one. Okay, like you're grounded. Yeah, I'm yeah. more grounded yes. than both of my brothers. Yeah, uh, I would say that probably George is the one that's doesn't really think with his head. Okay. He just more acts in the <laughs> oh, moment. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. And my younger brother, he's he's very mature for his age. Oh, okay. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. George is like me. We just don't care. <laughs> we just don't, that's it. I don't care anymore. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been my poor credit card is is screaming at me right now, and uh -huh. I told Mara I had to break that. Um, a little serious. One of my friends actually just passed away. One of my oh, very good friends. Sorry to and, hear that. No, thank you very much. And it was hard. And you know, a lot of people handle those things differently, Hasia. Like people drink or yeah, yeah. you know whatever. I was just went on a shopping spree. <laughs> I was at work and I was like, wow. just buy everything. I don't care. Get on Amazon, click what you want. That's it. Because life is short. It makes you yeah. think how short life is, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So, okay. Um, you know, like I said, it seemed like you guys all grew up in a pretty stable household. Everybody seems like they got a really good head on your shoulders. Everybody's super kind. Um, were you guys always, you know, part of the reason, again, why I invited you on this episode is because you are heavily involved in your church. Yes. And, and one thing that I like that he said off camera um, was just introduce me as Hasiel Trevino because I don't like labels. Yes. Uh, you know, while you are, do you get bothered when people say, oh, that's the Christian or that's the missionary or that's, you know, whatever, the minister or whatever? Uh, it's not that I get bothered. Mm -hmm. It's just that nowadays it seems like a lot of a lot of people who are in the public, uh, they, they want to be called pastor, oh, evangelist, prophet. Mm -hmm. And that's not what the gospel is about, you mm, know? Okay. Like, we're, we're called to serve. Yeah. And if anything, we should all have a title of servants. Oh, okay. Because uh, as Christians, I mean, we're called to serve everybody. Well, I didn't want to call you, like, servant hostage. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but I would get ripped apart on social media. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no worries. But, okay, but yeah, so you don't necessarily, like, even if you went to go be a pastor or anything, you don't want to be called Pastor Chivino, Pastor Hasiel. You just want to be Hasiel. I mean, I, yeah. I, I would understand if people do it out of mm -hmm. respect yeah. for the calling. But I would prefer to just be presented as Hacia Trevino. Yeah. Sometimes labels for me, though, like, I don't mind them. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so I'm, okay, I have to throw a joke in there, too. Okay? Okay. Go for it. Go <laughs> I, for all it. due respect. You know, I, had, okay. I went to Joe Hernandez's baby shower. Okay. Okay, and, you know, they have Andrew, the Andrew that was on this show, Andrew and Julia. Do you know Andrew? 
I'm no. not sure. Like, no. Okay. I'm, I'm very bad with names, but okay. if I see if them in person, face. like, I, yeah. So he's Andrew, okay. right? And then I'm Andrew. Okay. And so <laughs> it was so cute. I was getting, I was making all the old ladies mimosas. And <laughs> yeah, because they loved it. And he was like, <laughs> can we call you the gay Andrew? And I was like, well, of course you can, because I am. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so in that instance, I feel like, okay, like, if that's what you have to do right. to differentiate us, that is fine. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, like, respect that about you. I like that. I don't know. When you said that to me, I was like, okay, like, he is just Hasi. Yeah. I didn't invite Hasiel the missionary. I invited Hasiel Trevino on the show. Right, okay, right. so um, you know, so church was always part of your life. Then, were you? Did you guys grow up in that? Was that? Do you feel like it was a huge part? Or? So y yes, okay. like I I grew up. I I like to say that I grew up under the pew. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, since we were little, um, my parents always took us to church. Yeah, uh, I remember um, that I would always fall asleep in church. <laughs> yeah, I will admit that. Yeah, I yeah. would always fall asleep in church. Well, hello, Sunday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we just went out the night before. Like. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yes, I, I definitely grew up in church. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say that there was a moment in my life in my teenage years where I, I stopped going to church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, stuff happened at, at a church that we were going to. And uh, my parents, they just decided to stop yeah. going. Yeah. Well, maybe if you don't want to share into detail, I completely understand. But were, was it things that were just like having you question your faith or? No, it was more things that uh, like people were moving situations okay. or causing things to happen that yes. weren't supposed to happen. Okay. And it wasn't anything that had to do with uh, against our faith. Yes. Yes. It was just people trying to elevate themselves to a position that okay. they weren't. Oh, like supposed to be in like politics yes exactly and that exists in church isn't exactly. that annoying isn't that so annoying oh yes i think big that's time, annoying why it has to happen in church i can understand everything else you know what i mean but i always feel like i'm that person that labels churches we all go there for one thing exactly and that's to worship god exactly. you know what i mean no, yeah. I, i'm not i can't even tell you the last time i went to church it's been <laughs> at least a couple years no 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 last year it has to been last year you know okay, okay but a lot of people don't know that i actually like i pray every night before i go to bed i really do Oh, that's good. None of this would have happened without God. I really, really no, a lot of people don't believe me when I say that because I'm I act out a lot. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so you know, you mentioned that you stopped going as a teenager. Yes. Um, and part of it was, I guess, the politics that was going on in the other church. Okay. Now okay. you you might have had some things going on in your life though as well, though, right? I mean, um, depression. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so uh, can we can we touch on that? I think that's super important. Um, yes. And so what what do you think, you know, you, you're growing up in this from what I see or what I understand, this household where everybody loves each other. There's no judgments. We all stick together. Blah, blah, blah. What was going on in your life, Hasio, that caused you to stop going to church and go down maybe this dark path? Yeah. So um, honestly, I, I, I can't really pinpoint something that 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 may have caused. Yes. Specifically. Okay. To, to have depression. Yes. But I will say that, uh, like, you know, in high school, I was, I guess you could say, quote unquote, popular. Okay. Because my older brother, George, mm -hmm. he was popular. Yeah. And so in turn, whenever I got to high school, like all of his friends in turn became my friends. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So we would always hang out like in breakfast. Yes. Or after after school, you know, playing soccer. Uh, so, I mean, exteriorly, I guess you could say like everything looked normal. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, like it was at the end of the day when I was by myself before going to bed mm -hmm. that that depression just hit me. Mm. You know, it was like that thought of, OK, I just went through this today. Yes. I went to school, uh, hang, hung out with friends, played soccer. And now tomorrow is going to be all over again. Right. Like I, I can't say that that there was a situation 
that caused the depression to come over me. Right. Like I didn't lose a loved one. Right. I didn't. Uh, you were just battling with yourself. Yeah. 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 It was just yeah. that sense of what is the point of life? Right. For sure. If if it's just a constant routine over and over. Mm, like it was repetitive. Yeah. Do you, do you think stopping going to church played a part in all of what you were thinking of? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to say yes. Right. But I, I definitely has a, a key role in that. No, for sure. You know, I, I not to touch on it too much because I really want to get more into, you know, what you were feeling like. But I will say just recently, I understand what you're talking about. It's almost like you feel like you're alone. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. And, and like everything in your life is going so great and you have this great family environment and amazing friends and you're yeah. Mr. Popular in school and all the girls want to date you, whatever. <laughs> right? And then, then none of them can't get out of your DMs. Um, but, you know, yeah, I wish that would have happened. In high school. I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know, TikTok. but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 no. But I'll say, I'll share with you just yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like breaking down to our good, our friend Morrow. Okay. Because I told him, I, I like you just triggered it. Like I was like, nothing is wrong. You know what I mean? I had yeah. a, a good weekend. We got a hosting. Everybody loves the show. But there's a point in your life where you just feel like you're by yourself. Yes. Uh, yes. Would you say? Would you? Like, could you relate? That's exactly. I, yeah. I, you took the words right out of, right out of my mouth. Yeah. Because I mean, everything was perfect. Like right. I had, there was nothing in my life that you could say, oh well, you're going through that because. Uh, uh, you got in an accident or you right. broke your, I don't know, you broke your hand. Or right. Things are just going bad from bad to worse. You know, you got bad teachers that are talking down on you or you For got sure. people, friends who are talking down on you mm. or betraying you or doing this. Everything was good yeah. externally. So nothing explained that se- uh, sensation of yeah. going through that depression. For sure. For sure. And that's why everybody who I get a chance to talk to mm-hmm. about my testimony, I always tell them. It's it's depression is like a spirit. Yeah. You can't control it. Right. It just comes over you. It just comes out of nowhere. Too. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And it's in the moments that you're most vulnerable that that thing comes over you. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Did you have a lot of people to talk to about it? You know, one thing that we talk a lot about on this show and even something that I told him yesterday is like, I know that I have people there for me. Um, and I know that like, I have good friends like you that I could call if something if I feel like the rug is going to be pulled from beneath me, right? Right, right. Um, But then I feel like a burden. Mm. And then as Latino men, and what we talked about on the show, is that we weren't allowed to, like, express our feelings. Right. I don't know if the same thing was could be said for you Um, did you ever feel like there was an outlet for you to tell somebody hey something's not right I don't feel good and we need to do something about it so uh, if I'm completely honest um, Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't realize what was happening in my life right until I went through it I passed it oh I see so in that moment uh, I didn't really seek a source of help okay because I didn't really know it was an issue I thought it was just emotions yeah yeah stuff that I was you know, any normal teenager would go through. For sure. Uh, I will say that I, at one point I did talk to my dad because that de- going through that depression, uh, it caused me to have suicidal thoughts. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there was one point where I did talk to my dad and I told him, man, this is happening. I'm feeling this way. Okay. I'm having these thoughts in my head. But I'm the only reason that I didn't commit suicide was because I grew up in church and I remember our Sunday school teacher, she would tell us that suicide would, would give you like a one-way ticket to hell. Mm. 
because it's essentially like you're trying to take the role of God okay. and taking in vain the gift of life that yeah. he's given you. Yeah. So um, that's that fear of, you know, being condemned is, is what essentially stopped me from mm-hmm. committing suicide. So when you when you mentioned that you had suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. was it just like what would this world be like without me or like was there something that in particular that you tricked it? Because you, you mentioned that earlier, the depression just hit overnight. Yeah. Like you would just be at home trying to sleep or something. And then all of a sudden you can't sleep and you just think your mind is racing with the suicidal, with the suicidal thoughts. Was that a separate kind of not spirit demon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, was there just something that happened to you that just said, you know what? I'm just done here. So it, I, the thoughts that would come into my head were your family, nothing's going to change if you're not here. Okay. Your family's still going to be the same. Everything's still going to be in order. If you're not here, they yeah. don't need you to be alive. They don't need you in their lives. Huh. So you're just an extra person in this world. Okay. Nobody's going to miss you if if you're gone. Wow. And the, all of these things would just come into my head. And literally, bro, I can I could see, I could picture my family living their lives without me. Like, it, it got to that point. Wow. And, like, it, 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 was, it was hard. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was definitely a hard moment. So you told your dad. Yes. Who else knew? Well, that's pretty serious. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that you almost took your life. You were contemplating and taking your life. Yeah. I told you, did you get, did you reach out to anybody else? Like your brothers or anything like that? Or I didn't. The okay. only person that I reached out to was my dad. And that's, that's, I guess you could say that's one thing that uh, mm-hmm. me and my dad were very close. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, if you good. look at our family, I, I would say that I'm closer to my dad than I am to my mom. Okay. I got you. And it's because of moments like that. Yes. Vulnerable, that I was vulnerable with him. Okay. And, you know, I opened my heart to him and I, I, I told him what I was going through. And he, he was, uh, he was smart enough to, to mm. pray for me. Wow. Okay. Because like prayer changes things. For sure. For sure. And, uh, I know that, that, uh, I remember one time I was on top of my garage, which is where my place to be alone, you know, oh, away okay. from everybody. Yeah. That was my place where I was just by myself. So I remember I was on top of my garage, and this was after I had already talked with my dad. Yes. And uh, I saw my dad come out of the house, and, like, I just see him walking around in the patio Uh of our house, and, like, he's looking for something. And then I'm just looking at him. I'm staring at him uh, walking around the house. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, what are you doing? What are you looking for? For sure, for sure. And then he's like, I'm looking for you. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm right here. I'm like, on the roof. Yeah. Selena moment. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, like I came down and we started talking and yeah, he was like, sure. well, I mean, after you told me what you're going through, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you had me worried. Wow. So, okay. like, I didn't see you in the house. So I wanted to know where you were at. Oof, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he started telling me that he was scared that I was going to do, I that was co- going to commit suicide. Yeah, for sure. And I told him, I was like, look, don't worry about that. Okay. Okay. Because. I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. because I have that fear of, you know, condemnation, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. going to hell. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's the thing that, that kept me from doing that. Wow. Hasiel, that is wild. Um, I just had like this, like, <laughs> all right, look, um, I want to talk more about it. I want to okay. talk about how you overcame it. Yes. Um, getting back involved in the church, um, and trying not to, 
um, break everybody's neck on the soccer field. <laughs> <laughs> so, when, yeah, so yeah. listen, when we get back, we're going to have more with my very good friend, Mr. Hacia Trevino. You guys stay tuned here on The Public Affair. Hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode of The Public Affair. My very special guest, Mr. Hacia Trevino, before we continue with his amazing story and getting some Jesus back into the show. Uh, let me give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, my very good friends, Julian and Ana Banda with Bandas Hauling Service, who rent dump trailers, darling. That's right, you fill it up and they're going to take it all away. Even that man that you can't get out of the house who's not paying any bills and has to drop you off at your job with your car. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town. Your car breaks down, you call them, they come pick it up. Why call tow truck company? We call Bandas Hauling Service with the number on the screen. Book now with the number. Thank you so much to Julian and Ana Banda for being long time sponsors of the public affair of course to manny guerrero at blue star rv services now listen manny is a mobile rv tech who can fix all rvs travel trailers fifth wheels toy haulers you name it he's got you i just know that when you buy brand new rvs they break in like a week listen manny deals with all the warranty companies so you don't have to just pay him his small service fee and he's got you taken care of follow on facebook and call the number on the screen to manny guerrero at blue star rv services thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair oh i just had this for lunch it's delicious J pedal and have you been to J-Pedal and Poké? Yeah. Mm. I haven't had it. I'm taking you. I'm going to take you after this if you're, no, if you're afraid. J-Pedal and Poké with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family. They provide delicious, savory Japanese crepes and poke bowls. They also have handcrafted Thai rolled ice cream for dessert. You can choose from menu, or I like to just choose like my own custom poke bowl, um, Hasiel, because I like to be in control. I'm one of those. I'm an alpha. Okay. <laughs> Locations on University Parks Drive and on Hewitt Drive. You can order online as well as jpedaltx.com. To J-Pedal, thank you guys so much for being longtime delicious sponsors of The Public Affair. I love staring at myself in that monitor. And of course, to <laughs> Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez located on Hewitt Drive who's got me looking super scrumptious for this episode of The Public Affair and to worship and he's got the enhancements going that's right um, you can call the number on the screen to book or download the Squire app to book with your favorite barber that he has over there walk-ins are welcome as well don't even worry about making an appointment just walk in they've got Marcus Guerrero Chris Reyes Santos Cordova David Rodriguez Isaac Chavez Clint Fetcher and Isai Reyes over there making you look as snackish as I am on this episode of The Public Affair Elite Barbershop has been the longest running sponsor of The Public Affair my boy Sid has been doing big things and I'm super proud of him thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, bro. Truly appreciate you. All right, guys, we're going to get right back into it. My very, very good friend, Mr. Hasio Trevino, is here on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
this show. You know what I really like about the fact that you're here and that we're talking about like these things yeah, yeah. is that you were not opposed to having a glass of wine on the show. Oh no. Do you do you get judged sometimes? Like you're not like a traditional and and I know we talked about labels earlier, right? Yeah. But I I just knew that when I invited you cuz I'm I am trying not to work on, I'm trying to work on not being so judgmental, okay? <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I was like, he's not going to want to drink. I'm not going to be able to tell no jokes. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to do that. And you were just like, you do you, bring the wine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes, I do get a lot of judgment. Mm. Uh, mostly from, I would say, quote, unquote, religious people. Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah. Don't even get me started. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I grew up in a very religious uh, church. Yes, yes. Where there were, they had a lot of rules. Oh, that, okay. You, know, you couldn't go to movie theaters. Yeah, you can't dance, right? Yeah, you, you can't, can't do nothing. Yeah, you can't. That, that, I'm still trying to get over that. Yeah. I, Honestly, bro, like, uh, I, don't, I don't really know how to dance, so that's why I don't dance. You're Latin. You just go out there and move your hips and we're, and we're good. You see? But yeah. I got two left feet, bro. Bro, for real? It doesn't It doesn't work with me. So. so when a girl at the club, do you go to the club? Are you a club goer? I, I don't go to the club. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not a nighttime person. But if I did have to go to the club and dance, I'd go out there and wreck shit. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. I, I've tried to dance like at, at, a, at a wedding. A friend of mine had a wedding last yeah. year, and uh, he had like a... A dance floor. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, a couple of friends of mine, they were trying to get me out there to dance. And I was like, bro, I just don't know. Like, I got two left feet. That's so wild to me. It's like people who don't know how to swim. Like, how do you just don't know how to swim? Well, I mean. Do you know how to swim? I know how to swim. I know how to swim. Yeah, no. Okay, no. It's just. What's the name of the church that you go to now? Now? It's called Oasis. Oasis Okay, good. Because when I say this, I'm I'm not talking about Oasis. Mm -hmm. Every pastor that I've ever met at every church you know, a lot of people think that they would, like, condemn me or something like that, but they've been so nice to me. There's only, like, one church in this whole town that just cannot stand me. <laughs> and we work events together, and they treat me like dirt, and it is oh, terrible. Wow. And now I'm just like, oh, screw you, too. I can't stand you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, no, but no you, you think people be faking the fake sometimes? That, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, uh, again, I will say that it's just people who don't know or don't read the Bible for what it is. Yes they will judge you based on something that they've heard. Yeah. Like, it's mostly traditions. For sure, for sure. Things that have been passed on from generation to generation. Yeah. Like the whole, you know, drinking uh, drinking alcohol. Right. That's condemned in the church. Oh, but, really? In uh, a lot of religious churches, yeah, I, yeah. I should say. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, like, I grew up in a very religious church. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't go to movie theaters. You couldn't drink. You couldn't dance. And uh, it wasn't until I, I, I grew up and I actually read the scriptures for myself yeah. that I came to the understanding that God doesn't condemn the actual drinking of alcohol. Yes. He condemns the getting drunk. Oh, I see. So, like, you're not supposed to get drunk because yes. then you're not yourself when you're drunk. True. Which I've gotten drunk on this show. <laughs> 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 but that's still me. Like, yeah, I yeah. just No, but I know like you end up saying and doing things that's like, yeah. So yes. do you practice not getting drunk? Like, have you been drunk? or? I've been drunk once. For sure. Just once? Yeah, once in my life. Wow. Yeah, and that was in, in prom night. And probably a lot of my <laughs> friends are probably going to watch this show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all remember. So, yeah. So, it, things I, went down on prom night? or? Uh, I mean, I just got drunk. You just I, got drunk. I, yeah, I mean, I was... Stupid drunk. Bro. Yes, yes. Now, Hasi, I'm not even going to lie to you. I do get drunk on the show quite often. Not today, obviously. We're taking <laughs> it a little bit easy. Yeah, yeah. And they did have to pull my head out of the toilet bowl at Chilin Waco just a few weeks ago. Wow. But that was different. That, I don't, it doesn't always get like that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Maro and Leslie and Jaime saved me. They came to the rescue. It was beautiful. Nice, anyway, nice. okay, enough about that. 
So I want to go back to the depression, okay, and the suicidal thoughts. And so at what point, was it after you talked to your dad that you were just getting better? Or what what happened in your life that was just like, got you to snap out of it? So honestly, uh, like I was saying earlier, you know, yeah. I, I, I would always go on my garage, on the roof of my garage. Yes. And that would be like my alone time. Yes. Right? And so I remember one night specifically where I was on top of the garage and it was at night and I was just looking at the stars. Mm. And it was one of those moments where I don't know if you've ever just stared at the stars at night where you just feel so tiny. Wow. Like you feel like there's this whole galaxy and you're just like a little speck of dust in the in the entire universe. Yeah, I've never done that, but maybe I'll do it tonight. <laughs> I just like to be inside, Hasia. That's it. You know, and if I'm I outside, I better be at the beach with some sushi and wine. That's it. I got you. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, so you were having that moment. Outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was having that moment and then um Again, I was having those thoughts, mm-hmm. depression, suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts. And so I remember, bro, that uh, I was, I just started yelling at God. Wow. You know, I started telling him, who, what gave you the right to create me? Mm. Like, who told you that I wanted to be created? Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for this life. I didn't ask to, to exist. You know, I, you didn't have to create me. And I was just going off on him. For sure. But one of the things that I was very careful with is that I never cursed at God. I always had that respect. Yeah. Because I See. figured if he does exist, for sure. then, I mean, obviously, you don't want to curse at God. No, I mean, yeah. so you don't say like GD and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah no. no. Yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> People make me mad. You know what I mean? I'm like. Hey, Ugh. that's their emotions, man. You got to keep them emotions under control. No, but I, I'm, you know, I'm, it's so, you know, I, I want you to get back to it. I'm not trying like. No, yeah, yeah. Th- this whole situation that you're talking about right now, just like the unannounced, like anxiety, depression, I feel alone. It's just like so relatable right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it too much, but I, I just like it's so. Maybe that's why you were supposed to come on the show today. <laughs> I mean? I'll, I'll get so on to that a little later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you're yelling at God. Yes. And then, okay, so then what happened? Did he strike you with lightning because you were you were getting too loud? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, uh, honestly, that's one of the that's one of the things that uh, you know most people would expect. You know. Yeah, yeah. But shockingly enough, that didn't happen. Oh, okay. And so I remember, like, I was I was going off on God, telling him, "Why did you create me? Who gave you the authority? I didn't ask for this. I, you know, I was just going off." Like. You're literally talking to God. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was venting yeah. everything that I had in me and just venting to God. For sure. Okay. And so um, I remember in that moment, there was a scripture that I, I memorized as a kid that came to my mind. And it was Psalms chapter 121, verse 1. And it says, I shall lift my eyes unto the hills. From where does my help come from? Mm. My help comes from the Lord, creator of heaven and earth. And in that moment, I re- I recited that scripture, and it was like like this peace just came over me. Mm. Like in that moment, I, I I can't explain it. It's just something that like you just that snapped out of it. Like, I, I I wouldn't say I snapped out of it. Okay, but I like it, it was like for for a brief moment, it's like I got a breath of fresh air. That's the way that I can explain wow. it. Wow, like a like a second wind is that what they call it, or that's different? I guess you can kind of relate it to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but in that moment, like, like, it's like I, I, I saw things in a new light. Yeah, for sure. So I, I, I said this scripture and then I started telling God, God, if you are real, yeah, then I want you to make yourself known to me. I want to experience you 
not just by what I hear, mm -hmm. but I want to have an encounter with you. I don't want to just know you by by your word or by what church pastors say yeah, yeah. or by sermons. I want to know you intimately. So in that moment, after after making this prayer, I remember that, um, you know, I went I went to sleep. Mm -hmm. And so a couple of weeks later, uh, I was playing soccer at Coed. Yeah. Uh, you know, at, on Tuesdays, they go out there to the fields and, yeah, yeah. you know, they play Coed. And I remember that uh, this specific day, uh, I I ran into a friend of mine from a previous church that I had gone to. Oh, okay. His name is Victor Loera. Uh, shout out to him if he gets to listen to his podcast. Yeah. That's not Victor from Thirty and Over, right? Yes. Supercut Victor that owns the cleaning company. That's another Victor. That's a Victor. That's Victor Duarte. Duarte. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to him too. <laughs> yeah, love him. Uh, yeah, and. He, uh, Victor Loera, like I ran into him. Okay. And so we started talking. We started catching up on life. Yeah. And uh, he was, he started telling me, hey, well, uh, I'm having these reunions at my house. You know, we're just a couple of people in, our, in my living room. We're just, you know, opening the Bible, reading a couple of scriptures. Yeah, for sure. Uh, singing a couple of songs. And, uh, you know, I, I'd like to invite you to just come, come and visit. Okay. Yeah. So um, at that time, I was going to, to this church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine had invited me to his church, uh, and I liked the church because uh, a lot of my friends went there. Yeah, for sure. But um, I guess you could say it didn't really help me spiritually, quote unquote. Sure. So um, I remember after he gave me this invitation that following Wednesday, I was getting ready for church. Yeah, right? yeah. And so I left my house, and as I was driving, I started talking to God again. And so I, I asked God, Lord, if you're real and if you created me for a purpose, uh -huh. I want to know you. I want to know that you're real. Yeah. I want to have an encounter with you. And because I want something different in my life, I'm going to do something different. So I decided instead of going to the church that I usually go to, uh -huh. I decided to go to Victor's house. Oh, okay. To his living room. Oh, for the, the meeting? Or yeah, for the having, reunion yeah, that they were having. Reunion, okay. So... I went to his house. I remember that this this specific day I was walking up the stairs to his house. And as soon as I opened the door, I can't explain what happened. The only thing I can tell you is that God's presence, I started feeling it all over me. Wow. It was something supernatural. Like it was a warmth. Yeah. Uh, a, a love. It was I can't really explain it. I was like you say, have to can you explain it because I don't know that I've ever felt that, <laughs> bro. Like you have to encounter it for yourself, yes. Because and, and you can encounter it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like God wants to have an encounter with His creation, and that's the beauty of it. That's why I love the gospel because anybody can have an encounter with God, and it's that encounter with God that changes you. So I can tell you that that night, the depression left. The suicidal thoughts left. Wow. God completely changed my life. Yeah. I went from living a religion of laws and rules and uh -huh. don't do this, don't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that okay. to living a relationship with God. Oof. And that completely wow. changed me. Yeah. Thank God for going to Victor's house. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's so crazy. That's all it took, though. I mean, you just Wow. I've never had I've never had an experience like that. So I'm trying to like imagine what that is like. Are you grateful for that experience? Bro, uh 
I can tell you that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that experience. Let me ask you this, Hasiel. Is that a once-in-a-lifetime experience? No, that's actually a you-can-constantly-live-in-God's-presence wow. experience. You can constantly be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. So it's, I want to clarify this point. Yes, please. The Holy Spirit, he is the one that makes the Bible come to life. He is the one that transforms the Bible from just any ordinary book into the living word of God. Because there's a lot of people that know the Bible inside and out, but they don't know the God that wrote the Bible uh-huh. because they don't have an experience, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He is the living God that lives through the Bible, in the Bible, and speaks through the Bible. And so once you have that encounter with this Holy Spirit, sure. he changes you. He changes the way you talk, the way you think, the way you live. He makes it to where uh, to where the addictions that once held you back, yeah. he breaks those addictions from you. If you were addicted to pornography, if you were addicted to alcohol, to uh, uh, sexual immorality, yeah, yes. he breaks everything. And it's a, it's a progress. It's a, it's a process that everybody goes through. So... Some people, for some people, it could be overnight. Right. You can stop drinking overnight. You can uh, leave the alcohol overnight. Okay. For other people, it's a process. It's a process, yeah. But everybody ha- who has an encounter with God never leaves the same. It's always something that happens in your life that changes you. I'm so happy I invited you on this show. <laughs> this is what we needed, right? Just like something. And if everything feels so authentic, too. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and what I like about first of all, I think that's an, an amazing experience. Maybe one day I'll feel that, right? Just right now, I'm just not. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it'll happen when you want it to yeah. happen. Well, you know, Hasiel, I, I, we're the same age. I'm yes. 31 years old. You're 30. Mm-hmm. We're young men, yes. right? Our minds are racing all the time. We've went, we've, to this day, I'm going through an experimental phase. <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you fight the temptations of, I mean, listen, you're a guy. You want to have sex with beautiful women. You know what I mean? You want to go party. We're drinking wine, but you're not about to get drunk. You know what I mean? We're, we haven't even killed the bottle yet. <laughs> like, by this by this point, the bottle's already done, and I'm slurring my words. <laughs> you know, but, but how do you, like, even to this day, fight those temptations? I mean, because you're a single guy, right? Yes, uh, yes. You know, so obviously you probably want to, like, release some tensions, yeah. you know? Oh, and yeah. So, so like, what do you do that's different than me? Because when I want to go do it, I go find somebody and have sex with them. And so... Which is deplorable, I know. You know what I mean? But, like, what do you do different? So, honestly, I will confess this, yes. that uh, not a lot of people know this about my, my testimony because I haven't shared it. Sure. There was many years where I was addicted to pornography. Oh, okay. Even as a Christian, like, I was addicted to pornography. You just watched it every day. Yeah, like, yeah. that was an addiction. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and that w- I was bound to it. Mm. But it's only it's only, again... It's something that has to be be uh, submitted to through right. prayer, right? And prayer is what gets you through breaking the bondages, okay? To breaking those addictions, yeah, yeah. Because uh, sin goes against the word of God. Okay, sin is always going to take you away from God because yes. because we live in a body that it's prone to sin. Yes. So even as a Christian, you still you're still going to have struggles. You're still going to have temptations, right? As long as you're living in this physical body, you're still going to struggle. Yeah, for sure. I watch porn all the time. Like, <laughs> I didn't think it was wrong, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, not that it's wrong, but, like, considered an addiction. Yeah. I use it like oh, it's yeah. an encyclopedia. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that. You know what I mean? But, like, 
Yes. No, that, that was terrible. But for you, <laughs> no, no, but for, no, honestly, and honestly, because we're talking like it's two men now. You know right, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That, and that's why I wanted you on this show because we relate to a lot of that. We yeah. both have the same needs. I mean, different, but we have the same needs. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so is that something that you still struggle with today? I mean, are, are you, I mean, obviously you're not or- opening Pornhub every day now. You know what I mean? No, so, no, no. No, so um, I will I will say that uh, Christ breaks that bondage. Okay. So, you're so yeah, 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 for sure. And it, God breaks that bondage, and it's only through spending time with him, mm. spending time with his word. Yeah. Because as as you spend more time with Christ, okay. the, the, the power of sin becomes less and less over your life. So here's the thing, the thing that a lot yeah, of people... I have like a hundred questions, but go ahead. Yeah. A lot of people have this confused. Yes. They think that as a Christian, it means that you're sinless. Okay. In other words, that you don't have sin in your life. Oh, like you're perfect. Yes. Yes. Okay. And that's a bad concept. Right. Absolutely. So the the concept of a Christ, of a Christian is not that you're sinless, but you sin less. Mm. As the days go by, you you sin less. Oh, I see. Okay. So you're not you're not you're not lying anymore. Yes. You're not stealing anymore. You're not addicted to to alcohol. Or to drugs. Or porn. Or porn. Yeah. So the God, as you're walking with Christ, mm. he changes your life completely. But it's a process for like again, yeah. Some people for some people it's overnight. Yeah. For other people it's a process. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. takes time. The only other person I've talked to about this and relates is I had a guest on this show named Silas Nasita about a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. And he, he was talking about the same thing. Like, you know, he was addicted to sex. He was a womanizer. He was this and that. Then he is like you where, you know, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not watching porn anymore, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't, like, he was in a relationship. But him and his girlfriend, like, didn't even kiss. Mm, wow. They didn't kiss. They didn't have sex the whole time they were together until they got married. And I was just like, hey, I, I'm going to send you the link because I want you to watch it. Is that something you practice as well? Uh, I will say this, that uh-huh. um, I... I would prefer not to have sex until marriage. Got you. Like that's that's my thing. Has I'm, it always I been s- like that since you've been saved, or were you? I mean, you've had sex before, but now it's just different. Yes, uh, it's yeah. always been like that, and that's oh. something that uh, like my parents instilled into us. Oh, that, okay. You know, I sex see. sex with uh, before marriage is a no go. I see. So, uh, this is, is this personal? Are you still a virgin? Then? Yes. Well, I mean, would you consider like being addicted to porn and? No, all no. That? I'm talking about. So you've never been with like a woman? No, I've never been with a woman. I commend you. <laughs> no, that, no, I'm not joking. I'm being like dead serious. <laughs> but I you. haven't even kissed a woman. I haven't had a girlfriend. <laughs> how's your how? Like, but <laughs> like, like, I'm a, no, I'm a, I'm please, a. Yeah, break it down. No, I'm. I need. I, this is amazing. Okay. So uh, I love. And first of all, no, I do have a lot of respect. I really do. That's amazing that you, because we're men, we want to do it all the time. Oh yeah. And yeah. so I just know you are just about to burst at the seams. But <laughs> no, I know. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, true. We're disgusting. Okay. <laughs> but no. Okay. I go ahead. I need some more wine. For this. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, bro, like, I guess you could say I'm a very romantic guy. Like, I'm a, yes. I'm a woman woman guy. So oh, you like know your I, DM's gonna be lit when this <laughs> comes out, right? I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> good for you. Yes. So, um, like I I I want to save myself for that for that one woman uh, that, absolutely that, that God has for me. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, uh, you know I've I've talked to girls. I mean, obviously oh, I've talked to sure. a couple of girls here and there. Like you date, you go date. Honestly, or? I've never been on a date. Oh, it's annoying. Don't I, do it. I yeah. think. <laughs> 
I mean, I hung out with this one girl okay. uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I considered I considered it a hangout just because we started talking through social media. Yeah. So I didn't know her in person. Oh, I see. Okay. So we started talking through social media, and then I invited her to hang out, and we hung out, and everything was good. Uh, you know, even after like whenever we parted ways, yes. you know, she told me she was like, "Hey, uh, you should text me, or I'll text you, yeah. and then we can hang out again." And so to me, I was like, "Well, everything was good for sure. You know, everything went good for sure." And so, like, I sent this girl a message later on that week, and uh, it's like a completely different person. Like uh, she ghosted me. Like she stopped. That, that's what they do, Hasia. That's why I don't date uh, anymore. Okay, the, <laughs> it's annoying. I honestly, yes. I mean, I had high expectations for this girl. Oh yeah, she for was, sure. you know, amazing. And, and you're still fresh. They're, you know, they're gonna come. <laughs> yeah, they are. You're gonna meet the other girl, and they're gonna do that. You know, <laughs> you'll go through your pick of the litter. But anyway, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. all right. Wow. Okay. So no. Okay. So how you know we're not getting any younger? Are you yeah. are you looking for? How do you find that girl that? you can be with for the rest of your life honestly um that's it's a tough answer bro yeah. i mean because i was gonna tell you i'll take you out but that's not gonna help anything <laughs> yeah. i thought i thought you've been doing this like you know yeah no so yeah. i mean i will say this man no, um, no, 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 one, one thing that i'm looking for in a girl is first of all she has to love god absolutely like that's that's number one because yes. my life is re uh, revolves around god yes so like i'm actively involved in church yeah. i you know as you said earlier, you know, I, I go out to do mission work. You were in Africa. Yes, I was in Africa. Which has been amazing. Oh, yes. Oh, if, yeah. If One thing I could say is if anybody has an opportunity to go to Africa, yeah. it is a life-changing experience. Really? Because they live such a humble life, mm. and they are they never complain about anything. They lack in resources. Yes. And they never complain saying, why can I get clean water? Right. Why can't I have a, a good plate of, of food? Yeah. They never complain. And I mean, it was just amazing. Like, I really recommend mm -hmm. everybody, if you have the the financial ability to yes. go to Africa and just just to visit and possibly do mission work. Right. Take the opportunity because it is a life-changing uh, experience for everybody. I felt that way when I went to Mexico. Like, we didn't go to, like, nice, beautiful beach Mexico. We went to, like, the mountains Mexico. They were cornfields and stuff. And they were like that, too. It seemed like everybody was living, not below their means. I shouldn't say it like that. But like you said, like, they didn't have the same things that we do. You know what I mean? Like, pressure showers and, you know, the little things oh, yeah. that you miss out on. And I none of them were, like, bothered by it. They all yeah. just made do and they had each other. And I remember coming back to America and taking my first shower. Like, and I was like, jeez, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Anyway, you're looking for a girl. She has to love God. Or you're not looking, but anyway, okay. Back to the girl conversation, please, because I have to, yeah. I, I need to, we need, we're going to, uh, this is going to extend a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little bit more than an hour. I'm sorry. Yeah, but just come go. on. Come okay. On. Yeah. Okay. So, so she has to love God, blah, blah, blah. Um, When's the last time you spoke with anybody like th that you met a girl or whatever? Um, you, you you know when this show comes out, <laughs> yeah, listen, y'all don't be sliding his DMs, especially you. Do, it happens, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it happens, happens tomorrow. You know, yeah, it happens to everybody. Just say you know, just block him. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yeah. I understand. With uh, back to referencing Silas Nasida's episode, 
him and his girlfriend didn't, you know, they didn't kiss, they didn't have sex, all that. Mm-hmm. But I felt like his situation was different because beforehand he was having sex with everybody. He says it on the show. He talked about it very candidly on the show. Uh-huh. And so I feel like with your situation, though, it is different because you're, you're, you're 30 now and you've never had that experience. You know what I mean? And so are, are you okay? You're okay with that? Like, I mean, just waiting till marriage, like that is just, I don't want to sound like an idiot. Like, no, like, no, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, Again, do, I, do you get okay? My question is, do you get tempted sometimes? Right? Oh yes, yes, for sure. Okay, yes. I mean, there's there's beautiful girls everywhere, mm-hmm. and one thing that's funny, uh, and I heard this a long time ago, and it's, um, I heard this saying that goes, it's not the first look that sins, uh-huh. it's the second. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's all right if you see the girl like she just catches your attention, right? But it's it's whenever you look again and then you start undressing her in your mind. Oh, and oh you that's start, wrong. Yes. Alright, let's <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's not the girls neither, but we all knew that anyway. Okay, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm a guy, so yeah. I see beautiful girls. I mean, have you ever shared that with anybody? Do you fr- like? Does anybody know that that's how you that you live? Like, nobody makes fun of you for that. Uh, I. Yeah, I mean, there are... Or is this show going to, like, break the ice and everybody's going to be like, what the F? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of... Uh, a couple of intimate friends that they, they, they know and they like, my stance on that. Yes. Yeah, and they respect it that's for sure. That's good. That is so good. No, I really am. I, you have to surround yourself with a circle that's respectful of those decisions like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm sure that's when we're young. We want to go have parties and cookouts. And <laughs> girls are going to come and... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like red wine. Oh, like yeah, we're bro. drinking red wine on the show. This makes me always want to slide oh. in DMs, Hasia. Like I'm probably gonna sin after this. And so, like, <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke. Stop. <laughs> but no, like I, I bet it's hard for you to fight those temptations daily. Yeah, um, yeah, I will say, bro. The the only thing that helps is prayer. Yes. Spending time with God. That's like, amazing. That is yeah. that is the key to everything. That's the key to success. Because if you don't spend time with God, bro, it doesn't matter how much scripture you know. Yeah. If you don't pray, man, temptations are going to become stronger and stronger over your life. Prayer is the secret to uh, a Christian strength. Wow. That's why a lot of people can learn from you. <laughs> uh, no, a lot of the and you know, you know what's crazy about this too, you guys? Like, Hasa, you're not a pastor. No. You're not a preacher. You're not a minister. No, no. You, you, uh, without the labels and all that, because you just said that, you know, you're more of a servant to God and everything. Yes. There, I feel like there's a lot of... Uh, and not to make this any type of way, there's a lot of people in those positions that can learn a thing or two from you, honestly. I've been judged hardcore by a couple pastors in this town, like hardcore. Yeah. yeah. You, I, you know, and, and this is another thing that I, I know I said we're going over. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to break this ice. Like, I'm gay, right? Okay. And you know that I'm gay. And yeah. your whole family has known, well, your brothers, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, I yeah. was gay. And you guys are always very accepting of me. You guys just never, it never let it bother you guys. You guys always... I was welcome in the home, you know what I mean? And For so, sure. uh, and I only speak this in comparison to the other experience that I had with that church yeah. where they, I think that's why they pushed me away. It's like, Oh, just get away. Don't even acknowledge us. Yeah. How do you, um, I mean, you might have different opinion. Well, not that I even have an opinion cause I don't care, but <laughs> you mm. might have like a certain way that, um, you were brought to how people, how I live my lifestyle. How do you become so accepting and not judgmental? Again, it's it's only by spending time with Christ because I get to know the heart of God. Yes. You see, and if uh, if Christ, it, it, you know, if you read the Gospels, okay. you will never see where Jesus judged the sinner. Mm. 
you will never see whenever Jesus condemns the sinner or the person. Uh, an example, there's a story where, where there was a woman who was caught in ad- adultery. Yeah. She was brought to Jesus mm-hmm. and the, the law of Moses said that she was supposed to be stoned. Mm. And so these religious people bring this woman to, to Christ. Yes. Expecting to, to for Jesus to condemn her. Yeah. But then shocking, something shocking happens and Jesus tells everybody, he who is free from sin cast the first stone. Uh. In other words, if you've never failed in your life, oh, then you can then you can you can throw the first by stone. All means. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody was able to cast the first stone. Right. Because everybody fails. Everybody has their their shortcomings when it comes to God. And so nobody was able to cast the stone against this woman. Mm. And the only person that was able to condemn her was Jesus. Yeah. Because he is the only person in the history of mankind who lived a sinless life. And even Jesus did not condemn this woman. On the contrary, he lifted her up and he said, go and sin no more. So through Jesus, I learned what love and mercy are. I learned what grace is. You see, mercy is not giving you what you what you rightfully deserve. Grace is giving you something that you don't deserve. And you see, grace and mercy intersect at the cross. Because at the cross where Jesus was crucified, that's where God put on Christ the very uh the very punishment for our sins. And he put on Jesus the thing that should have been on us. We should have suffered the cross. We should have suffered the punishment for our sins. And Jesus took our place on the cross. So Jesus punished or God punished Jesus instead of us. And he gave us the righteousness of Christ. So as you spend time with with Christ, he shows you what true love, mercy and grace are. Wow. I know that was a No, mouthful. that was amazing. <laughs> so I am going to heaven tomorrow. <laughs> no, we have a joke. It's, you know, there's a meme. I'll send you the meme. It's funny. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> he says he's going to do that when we're in line for heaven. Yeah. He's going to tell God that he's gay. Like it's, <laughs> he's a, the term, okay, I'll just say it. There's a SpongeBob meme. No, first of all, I have to say that was powerful. I felt that shit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just to make it fun <laughs> there's a spongebob meme okay. that we, you know he's going to go to heaven and somebody's like ain't that nigga gay and <laughs> it's like why you call me out anyway wow okay um Cassio, that was an earful i have loved having you on the show you know you you unconditionally live your life um praising god yes. you know living through the gospel Right, the word. If I'm saying it correctly, yes, yes. Um, what's that? that was? <laughs> I'm like shook. I'm sorry. We might need a part two. Th- yes, yes, we do. <laughs> that's what the show needed, though. You know what I mean? And that's why I love that you came on this show. And you know, I, I this the ver- this is diversity that I needed. What is what is next for you? I mean, do you plan on going? I mean, do you plan on becoming a minister in your church, or are you just gonna keep serving the way you're doing? For lack of a better phrase, honestly, uh, I'm right now. I'm I'm just seeking God's will for my life. You know, mm-hmm. if God uh, tomorrow or even tonight tells me, you know what, I want you to quit your job, 
I want you to become a full-time minister, yeah. then that's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. But uh, I'm, I want to be sensitive to the voice of God. Yeah. And that's the amazing thing about God, bro, is that he doesn't force you into anything. Right. He tells you what he what his plans are for your life. Okay. And then it's up to you whether you want it or not. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come to your church. <laughs> Am I invited? Yes, yes. No, I'm going to come. It's Oasis? Yes. But it's in Round Rock, though. I'll drive to Round Rock. Around okay. the I've, yeah, driven, I've driven to Round Rock to sin. I can, ride, <laughs> I can drive to Round Rock for some church. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, bro. Okay. I'd love to have you. No, I would like, you know what? I'll go before the episode comes out. I swear. Okay. I, uh, you we, said we it. We don't swear. Y'all hurt. Y'all no, said. okay, yeah, I did. I had to do that with um, Jonathan Olvera, too. I had to go to his church. <laughs> yeah, man, you're going to love great. Oasis. Oasis yeah, in yeah. Oasis, the, the pastors, the people. They they'll love you. They'll they'll take you in. Yes. Even that's that's what I loved about Oasis. Yeah. They didn't even know me and my brother, and they took us in like if we okay. had been going to the church for years. Is it a big church? Or is it small? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good, pretty like big a church. Mega church. No, not oh, a mega okay. church. Yeah, mega church isn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I <did laughs> no comments. No I, comments. I, I did that already. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So so you and your brother attend Oasis. Yes. Okay. And so. Is, pray, is prayer practiced in your family every day at home? You mentioned that you live with your parents. Um, I assume your brothers live at home as well. Yes. So you guys are all still in the same room. Yes. Do you guys all pray together? Or how does that all work? Um, we have prayed together yes. a couple of times. But for the most part, it's like personal, your personal prayer oh, time. Okay, got you. And yeah. that's what I always liked about him to you guys. Like, as long as we've known each other, you never, like, pushed anything on me. Right. I was only inspired to invite you on the show for something like this because of what I saw, like you were going to Africa and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Anytime I met, had, you always came and said hi to me like we were best friends for 100 years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I started the soccer game, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I always said, if you and your brothers ever need anything, you call me because you guys can, okay? And I appreciate so it. I just, I'm so happy to know a person like you in my life and I'm so grateful that you came on this show and, you know, something that my, one of my listeners probably really needed to hear. Is there anything else that you can share with us before we go? I do want to share one thing. Please do, yes. So you know, and this is this relates to um, you know you you being shocked that you that I accepted your invitation, yeah. right? Okay. So funny thing that happened before you sent me that message. Okay. That week, I was scrolling through Facebook, and one of your videos came up. Uh, I can't remember who you were talking to, but okay. you were essentially mentioning about your your personal life, how you were dating, and um stuff that why guys wouldn't really date you and this and that and you know i was i was i listened to a little bit of, yeah. of what you were saying and there was this person around me who heard you know the video oh, okay and they were like hey man why do you why do you have that guy on facebook mm. i mean you don't agree with his lifestyle right yeah and i was like look i don't have to agree with it to have him as a friend because i mean He's a he's a friend of mine. Like yeah. I know him. Yeah. So I'm not gonna delete him off of my Facebook just because I don't agree with his lifestyle. Right. And so I told this person, I was like, look, I never know if something that I post because I, I always share godly content, you know, scripture. Sure. Oh, yeah, and, that's all you share. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I told this person, my prayer is that something that I would share will touch his heart for him to know Christ, for him to have that curiosity to know God, to know about the Bible. And, you know, who knows? Who knows what could happen? For God sure. can do many things Absolutely. through one post or a video. And then a couple of days later, I posted that video inviting people to, to our Easter service at Oasis. Oh, okay. And then you replied, you know, hey, uh, I would love for you to come on my show. Oh. 
<laughs> and this was yeah. just a couple of days. I want to say like three days after I had seen this video and had that 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 encounter with this person. That's wild. Yeah. So I don't I don't believe in coincidence. Okay. I believe in divine appointments. Wow. So I I I know for sure that God had ordained this moment for us to have. Absolutely. I was bowling and drinking when I invited you on the show <laughs> with Mauro and Leslie and the soccer people. And I was like, you're not going to believe who agreed to come on the show. They're like, Hazel. And they're like, Hazel. I was like, I know, right? <laughs> no. And, and you know what? I, I like what you say about that and, and him asking you that question. You know, yeah. my best friend and one of my best friends in the whole world, like my brother, Jaime, mm -hmm. is like you, doesn't agree with my lifestyle but loves me we are brothers do you yeah. know what i mean and we will do anything for each other it's just that one that's like you know when i get married we're gonna have, you know are you gonna stand next to me i don't know we're gonna, we'll see when we get there because well, i'm not getting married but, <laughs> but no but and that and that's what i like you guys and, and i want i want even some of my gay listeners to listen to this too like you know it's like he just said you don't have to necessarily agree with how i live my life and then that hinders us from being friends yeah, yeah, exactly. like i'm not mad at you because you don't agree with that that's fine you know yeah, what i right. mean like I'm, it doesn't bother me. Like I don't know how guys want to be with girls. Like, but okay, but I'm still <laughs> I'm still gonna be your friend. You know right, what I mean? Right, and right. so, but it, it's the way you just put it, it. It's it did something to me, and I am so grateful that you number one love and accept me as your friend. Yeah. And number two, that you came on the public affair. So I I really do appreciate it. How's it? Like you don't you don't understand. Like, you really don't understand. It's like emotional for me. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna cry on camera, so stop. Nah, <laughs> it was an honor for me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. No, and I hope that you'll come back again in the future. Okay, of course, I would of love. I I can't wait to see what else you're gonna be doing with with this important job that's been laid on your lap. You know, you're going to all these countries and you're spreading the word of God. And g kudos to you. And like I, I like I told you off camera, and like I'm gonna tell you for everybody to hear. If you or your family, anybody in your family ever need anything, you make sure you call the public affair. Okay. Thank you so much. That's it. <laughs> Hasiel, thank you so much again for coming on to the public affair. I truly appreciate you, bro. Um, you guys don't forget to like, share, and subscribe this episode of the public affair. Thank you for bringing some Jesus to the show. We did. We needed that. We yeah. did need that. Okay. Yeah. Everybody needs a little bit of Jesus. Yes, we do. And you know what? We've got more of the public affair coming out soon. So make sure you guys stay tuned before we go. Oh, I'm like shook as I'm trying not to curse. I'm like yeah. shook. I'm sorry, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Before we go, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. Yeah, because I look crazy. <laughs> of course, the SoCo Soccer Academy with our friends Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located at 3304 Franklin Avenue. They offer team, small group, and individual skills training that provide elite skills training as well to make your kids superb star athletes with absolute professionals. Let me, guys, let me tell you guys something. Dominic, Ariana, Mauro, they are working on something special blended for Soko Soccer Academy and I'm so grateful and proud of the direction that that company has taken. They deserve everything that comes to them truly. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Make sure you follow on Facebook at Soko Soccer Academy and on Instagram at Soko Soccer 254. Of course to my boy Jeffrey Montreal with Boil Box and Audio, home for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereos, door speakers and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and so much more. Definitely a jack of all trade and your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. If you need a car mod, I don't know, you look 
look like a truck driver. You like drive trucks. Uh, I drive a car, actually. <laughs> oh, you drive a car. Look, yeah, yeah. Th- th- stop being judgmental, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, if you need some car mods, you hit up my boy Jeffrey Monreal, who's right. here in South Waco. Well, Puro Box and Audio, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Brothers Roofing and Remodeling with Jesus Sanchez, all the way from Mart, Texas, which I'm so grateful that somebody in Mart listens to The Public Affair. He's a small construction business from over there, specializing in general roofing needs and so much more. Listen, protect your home for all the crazy elements of the Texas weather with his high quality and affordable work. Make sure you follow him on Facebook and call the number on the screen to Jesus Sanchez with Brothers Roofing and Remodeling. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the fat boy Michelada and Botana, my boy Junior Banda, who provides the best Michelada and Botana plates for yourself or for a party with a menu of a ton of different items, including Botana Bowls, Chamois, Pickles, and more. He's locally operated, so make sure you guys get the best, not the rest. Listen, if you can't go to him, he'll deliver to you, too. All you gotta do is ask nicely. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fatboy Michelada and Botana and place your order now. Thank you, Junior, for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, an honorable mention to my girl, Ana Limones, with Hummingbird Party Backdrops and Decor. You can call her for all party decor, including beautiful balloon props, giving an extra flair to your party or event. You know, balloon arches are like totally in right now, Hasio. So if okay. you're having a party or something in family, you call Ana Limones. She, you know, the, the balloon arches that go over the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah assorted colors designs she's the best you guys call her right now with the number on the screen she also has a number of wooden, wooden backdrops as well Ada Limones congratulations to you with all the success of Hummingbird party backdrops and decorum good luck to you girl to everybody that tuned into this episode thank you guys again so much to my very special guest Mr. Hacia Torvino it was like the highest honor no you don't understand it was the honor for you to come on my show so thank you a pleasure of mine for sure yes it's an amazing experience that I will cherish for the rest of my life um, much love to you and your whole entire family thank you and to everybody else don't forget to always Keep it between us. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>